before we uh, get into the program today, radio show comes up in just a minute. Let me tell you about Home Title Lock. Home Title Lock is talking about one of the fastest growing crimes in America. We're talking about home title uh, fraud. And it's basically the situation where hackers can get access to your title. And they can uh, they can basically look make it seem like you sold your home to them. And then they can borrow against your equity. This is your money. It's not money you see in an account every day, though. So you might not notice it. It might take a long time for it to happen. Look, they just hacked into one of the biggest pipelines in the United States and took control over a major source of our energy. If they can do that, they can definitely get to your title. Make sure you protect yourself, though, with Home Title Lock. All you have to do is register your address and see if you're already a victim. Then uh, sign up for 30 risk-free days of protection. Uh, we've got this. So many breaches going on. We could do a different story about it every single day. Don't let your your story be the next one on the air. HomeTitleLock.com. Code is radio. HomeTitleLock.com. Code is radio. USA Today has named the biggest threat to the Republic. I'm going to give you their conclusion in a minute. Also, I, I'm glad to say that the press has worked on the student loans and how it's directly linked to mental health. Student loans is putting undue stress on so many students and that's why there should be student loan forgiveness because they can't handle the stress oh i've got a few things to say about that and some good news in 60 seconds the glenn beck program so janice lives in north carolina and her job requires her to take stairs a lot seems terrible good heavens and the ramps are some sort of an elevator. I try only to walk, you know, the stairs at, you know, the point of a gun. Anyway, she's been dealing with severe pain in her back and hips, and that's why walking up and down those stairs at work every day is a living hell for her. For a long time, she just put up with it. There didn't seem to be much else to do. She tried a lot of pain remedies, but none of them ever worked. Finally, she heard me talking on the radio about relief factor, and you know what happened. She took it for a couple of weeks, and she said the pain in her back and hips was starting to fade within two weeks. These days, it's completely gone. Janice got her life back, and so could you. That's the same thing I saw in my first three weeks, uh, and I actually denied it. I was like, well, no, I just I think I'm just feeling better. You know, it's just a... And as soon as I stopped taking it, the pain came right back. And the longer I took it, the more the pain went away. I want you to call for Relief Factor right now, 800-500-8384. It works for about 70% of the people that try it. They go on to order more. So call them or just go to the website and order the three-week trial pack. It's relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. David Barton, 
the uh, founder of Wall Builders, the author of the book, The American Story, The Beginnings, which is just the best short story read of the American founding that you will you'll ever you'll ever read. It is such a great book that tells our story in short little stories that, you know, are not focused on uh, the uh, the place and the bridge and the, the date, but actually the story and the names of the people that you've never heard of, the heroes that built this country. Um, it's a great book, The American Story, The Beginnings. You should go online now and order it. This is a must for every serious person's library. And, and not that it's a you know, serious book. It is a serious scholarly book. But it is one you can read and anyone in the family could read and get a real handle on America quickly. All right. He is also uh, the what is your title over at the American Journey Experience and uh, Mercury One, David? You're the chairman of the board. Yes, sir. I'm the chairman of the board, but I'm also yeah. whatever we need, need over there. So I, <laughs> I know you're also things. a little bit of a, a painter, a little bit of a carpet layer when we need it from time to time. Uh, David, uh, David Barton has been by my side for many, many years, and we have been building the American Journey experience and also something that uh, an education uh, series that we have been building for uh, the people who follow him at Wall Builders and also the people at Mercury One that want to come in and uh, and learn. So let's start with this week, David. Let's start with what's happening over the American Journey experience. Tuesday, tomorrow, is the ribbon cutting of the actual building. We finally, because of COVID, this was supposed to happen last fall, but we finally have it uh, ribbon cutting tomorrow. And what is the American Journey experience? The American Journey experience really is a documentary truth, if you want to say, about what America really is as opposed to the 1,432,000 narratives that are out there that aren't accurate. Hmm. So it's a collection of things that you and I have put together over the years, um, literally the good, the bad, the ugly of American history, whatever the era, whatever the period, if it's the American founding, it's the founding fathers, if it's slavery, if it's free market or socialism, if it's pandemic shutdowns, whatever it is, it's documented in American history. And we have original documents from every one of those eras and every other era you can think of that, that allow people to actually see what happened as opposed to the many narratives that are being pushed. So I was, I was over there uh, Friday, and uh, we were talking about the pandemic, and you said, oh, we have something on that. And uh, ran over to the vault and pulled something out from 1875? Is that right? 1873. 1873. Okay. And it was from the city of Baltimore. Explain what it was. Baltimore was requiring everyone to get a vaccination. Uh, At that time, it was a a vaccination for smallpox, but you're required to get it. If you don't get it, you're fined by the city. Uh, The city paid for you to get it, but you had to have the receipt and show that you'd been vaccinated. And they went in and inspected and, and make sure that you had the vaccination. Same kind of stuff that we're hearing right now, uh, we're hearing back then. And, and by the way, also over the weekend, uh, another interesting piece came up, and we found that the election recount of 1800 
Uh, the states were talking about how they needed to send state militias to the U.S. Capitol to, to protect the Capitol during the recount. I mean, there's just very few things that we deal with today that we don't have some clue to already having been done in history, uh, but certainly the pandemic thing. I mean, right in the middle of that debate, and there we see it going on in large blue cities even back in that day. Right. And it was, uh, it, but it was city. It wasn't federal. So the city it was said. Not federal. Right. And the city, uh, and, and I have less of a problem with that. Uh, and the city was paying for it. And those vaccines were really expensive. That was a, a receipt from the city of Baltimore that given to a, a black woman, right? It was. It was a receipt for vaccination. Sarah Ayers, uh, a black woman. It was 10 bucks. And back in 1873, that is a ton of money. Uh, Ten bucks was the cost of the vaccine. That's right. It was a fortune. Yeah, and remember, the gold coin was twenty dollars. So that's that's like in today's inflation, that's like two thousand dollars. I mean, that's yeah, that's it, a crazy amount of money. It would have been about a under a thousand dollars in the money back then. It would. Right? It would. But it it was still really high, really expensive, um, and, and it's you know again. The fact the city is doing it and paying for it, and the fact that it was for black communities and white communities, um, there's just a lot of fun lessons from even that incident and that one single receipt. And, of course, we have tens of thousands of historical documents like that single receipt, and they all have a story with them. They all do some, some really good stuff of just helping us understand who we are and where we've been and the decisions right. we've made previously. It is unlike everything else that your family encounters today, your kids encounter in school. We're not reimagining uh, American history. We're proving American history with the documents, uh, with the artifacts from the past that, that show us even the history we don't want to remember, the uh, history we don't like. It is important that we, we learn it. So we can imagine our lives and imagine the American dream for ourselves. We don't reimagine history. History should make us reimagine our lives and our goals and our rights and responsibilities. Okay, so this weekend, uh, we have the American Journey Experience Seminar. It is a two-day conference designed for families and people of all ages uh, we have a few slots still open, and you can register at mercuryone.com. Uh, we, are st we are still trying to figure out how the best way we can get people to uh, come. We did this a couple of months ago, uh, and we didn't charge anything. And all of the people from Texas, I shouldn't say all, most of the people from Texas in the immediate area didn't show up. Um, and I think that happens when you just make the things free. People are like, ah, I was going to go, but oh, well. So we're having to charge now for it. So we don't have an empty seat uh, because this is a really important uh, lesson. It's over two days. David, his son and I teach the class. I mean, they teach the class. I kind of I kind of I'm, I'm there for I, I guess I'm like the, the puppet show that happens in between uh, for co co comedic relief. <laughs> Uh, uh, but we take from the 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 Mayflower, actually a little before the Mayflower, to about what 1960, David? 
Yeah, we go up through really kind of the modern era, the space age, what happened in the space age, and, and we move through that time frame, and it's really kind of interesting how this came about. Uh, and by the way, we were just talking about all the documents. That's one of the cool things about being part of the seminar is as we talk about each of these eras, and we will cover from, as you said, uh, from before the pilgrims, um, we really kind of blow up the 1619 narrative real quickly because 1619 quickly. is not when slavery came to North America. you got to go to 1526 when the Spanish brought slaves to North and South Carolina. But none- nonetheless, there's that kind of documentation, and we go forward for really the better part of four and a half centuries. And as we talk about the stuff, we will actually bring the originals out and people will get to see and experience the originals. Uh, they will get to go through the vault and get to go through the other areas where this stuff happens. So it's, it's an intriguing experience because you actually get to see and experience truth. It's not narrative. It's, it's truth. You get to see what truth is built on, and that is so transformative. And we've now done this for a few years with young people in the Summer Institute, and so many of the parents said, wait a minute, we've seen such a change in our young people. We want to see some of this stuff, too. And that's really how this came about was there was a, right. a real high demand from parents. So you can bring your family, uh, probably not appropriate for little, little kids, just because it's a lot of sitting and listening. Um, but uh, it's really for all ages, anybody that uh, you know can sit and, and listen um and it, you can take notes and you will learn more on the story arc of america that's what this is we tell you the high points and low points of america so you understand where we started where we are and how we got there how did we go off track how do we get back on track what have we lost along the way what do we need to restore what are the bad things that we should be looking to jettison now in uh, in the way we are as as America? So register now. It is this weekend. Mercury one dot com. There will also be summer dates uh, that you will be able to uh, sign up for if you can't make it this weekend. But really just sign up for this weekend. Mercury one dot com. Find out all the information there. Now, also, we have something where we are very, very selective on who comes because the classes are so limited. Uh, we have the American Journey Summer Institute. This was our leadership training seminar. It's a two-week conference for students between 18 and 25-year-olds. It's two weeks of nonstop projects, research, lectures, outings. Uh, Anybody wants to learn the truth on American history, I will tell you, if your kid is going into college, this is something you should require them to do before they leave the house. Uh, It is, it's quite uh intensive uh and it happens here again in in irving or dallas texas at the uh, at the american journey experience uh as well as with wall builders tell us tell us a little bit about this one david yeah this two-week um session that we do and and by the way glenn not to diminish your part in this because nobody i know in the country has a better grasp of when things turn wrong and when they first turn wrong than you do. I mean, what you do and being able to point out what progressives did and when they did it, it is invaluable in understanding where we are today and how to get out of where we are. So you are a key part of this as well. And two-week session, 
and the, the family, uh, the family seminar, all of that. So what we did in the two-week session is we really take all the narratives um, that, that we're faced with today, whether it be the narratives over is America exceptional or are we socialistic or should we be or have we been or Marxism, you name the issue that's out there, and we will take on that issue and take it back to its root base so that everyone understands. Those who come will understand exactly how to deal with that. And whatever a professor says, whatever a peer or colleague says, whatever a friend or enemy says, you'll know exactly how to deal with it. And so it really is the apologetics. It's getting your feet down into all of these areas so that you really know what truth is and you can defend truth and you can persuade others to the truth. So it is one of the most grounding grounding programs that we do. And it is literally transformative. Uh, on it the is. website, uh, a lot I of have, young people have... Testimonials. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was just going to say I've, I've, I've witnessed it myself, and uh, you know, if your if your child has uh, an open mind and is a serious individual, they need to attend this because I have seen them change in a two week period. It is they understand their responsibilities. They understand uh, what is happening in their world. And their eyes are open to what they've been taught. Uh, and it's and they know how to research and find original sources. We've had a student actually teach their teacher, their history professor, set, wrote on a, an essay that they wrote and wrote in red ink, not a score, just said, you're either a, a bold, audacious liar or you know something I don't. And ended up teaching that professor weekly for the rest of the semester. Uh, it, it is it's game changing because they access original documents. Uh, one more thing that is a problem, and I want to just hint at it here, and David will talk about it in in one minute. But we're also this year doing a teachers conference, three day conference for teachers. This is so wildly important. Because our teachers are going awry because of the unions and everything else. If you're a teacher and you want to stand, how do I do it? That's what the teachers conference is all about. And David will talk about that here in just a second. You can go to wallbuilders.com or mercuryone.com and sign up now. Uh, all right. Our sponsor this half hour is Timeshare Termination Team. If you, if you have a timeshare... Gosh, I, I know what you're feeling. I know the pain that you're feeling. You bought into a timeshare. We all make mistakes from time to time. I mean, I almost did this myself. It is such a nightmare to get out of. And people will tell you, you can't get out of them. Well, yes, you can. But you have to have the right legal team on your side. They, the timeshare termination team is a dedicated team of in-house attorneys. This is all they do. They don't do this part-time. This is it. They are experts in timeshare cancellation law. Timeshare termination team. Go there now. Get the process started. Don't put it off and get stuck with another year of timeshare that you're not going to use. You'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare if you tell them that I sent you. So call them now at 888-GET-YOU-OUT, 888-GET-YOU-OUT, or visit them online at timeshareterminationteam.com timeshareterminationteam.com make sure you tell them Glenn Beck sent you 10 seconds station ID
From wallbuilders.com is uh, David Barton. And it is .com or is it .org, David? Uh, it's wallbuilders.com and .org. And the same with Mercury okay. One. It's .com or .org. Okay, good. So tell me about the teachers' conference. Yeah, the teachers' conference is a lot of fun because we have so many good teachers across the country. But in a lot of ways, they handicap themselves by not knowing the right pedagogy. And I, I just mean the teaching method. Um, there is a reason that until 1920, nobody went to school past the eighth grade in America. Once you got to eighth grade, you went to college, you got a career, but that was when school ended. And it was, it was usually only a few months a year that you went to school. Uh, it was not based on the formula we have today that if you're a certain age, you have a certain knowledge. It's totally different. And so what we do is we go back and show, here's how it used to work for hundreds of years. Here's how you get the best results. Here's some of the best teaching methods. And by the way, Here's the content, uh, because the content is simply not there in most textbooks anymore. And again, just like everything else with American Journey, we take you into the vault. You get to see the actual original educational documents, how we did this, what worked for centuries, uh, why it was that you can have someone like Benjamin Franklin, who's a, a elementary school dropout, be one of the most brilliant guys in America. It's because of the way we taught and what we knew. So that's what we do for teachers. It's a very transformative event for teachers. We give college students, 20, 20, 24-year-old college students, the eighth grade test, and most of them don't even know what it's even talking about. And it's, it's not that it's, it's, not that it's uh, you know, old-fashioned language. It's just extraordinarily difficult. Eighth grade. Yeah, that eighth grade ex exam that you had in America, you, you couldn't get your diploma if you couldn't pass this eighth grade ex exam. We have never had a college student pass that exam since we've given it. That is truly remarkable. All right, so for teachers, also for students in the summer, both of those are in the summer, go to wallbuilders.com and mercuryone.com or .org. You can go there now and sign up for this weekend. The American History Story Arc. We will give you in two days all of the touch points that you need with the original documents and evidence from our vault. It happens here at the Mercury Studios and the American Journey Experience. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hustler Turf. Hustler Turf is one of the largest manufacturers of zero-turn lawnmowers in the world. They offer military discount to veterans and active duty troops. It's a third-generation American company that believes in the country, believes in supporting our troops, believes in... I mean, this, was, uh, this is the country that allowed them to dream and build the very first zero-turn lawnmower comes from the old B-50, uh, B-58 Hustler. It was an Air Force bomber. With Memorial Day coming up, Hustler is given back. From today until the end of the month, Hustler Turf is donating $13 to Folds of Honor for every lawnmower sold. If you don't know what Folds of Honor is, it's a nonprofit organization that provides educational scholarships to the families of military men and women who have fallen or been disabled while on active duty. Hustler... Find a Hustler dealer near you. It's HustlerTurf.com. HustlerTurf.com. If you're looking for a lawnmower, this is the best lawnmower out there. HustlerTurf.com. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
I've had a concern lest the permanent structure of government become so big that it would become beyond the control of Congress and beyond the will of the people. With his $2 trillion package, U.S. President Joe Biden wants to give the entire country a makeover. $1.9 trillion coronavirus and economic recovery plan. This is another $2 trillion after $4 trillion last year. When I first suggested the danger of government control inherent in so many federal handouts, there were people who denied vehemently that any such thing could ever take place. Together we passed the American Rescue Plan. We're making one of the largest investments ever. The deal delivers $1,400 stimulus checks to every qualifying American. There's $350 billion for states, $130 billion for schools, $40 billion for further education, and $50 billion in relief for small businesses. Well, how did this come about? Mainly because we have perverted our Constitution. Perverted it with regard to a welfare clause that doesn't exist. Perverted it with regard to the misuse of the taxation system. Perverted it with regard to the interpretation of the clauses on interstate commerce. And we've done it under such high-sounding phrases as vaccine shots, Progress. dose of hope, child poverty, build back better, jobs, permanent protection for immigrants, forgetting that majority rule becomes mob rule, woke cancel culture mob. We've heard representatives in the higher echelons of government ask us, well, are you afraid of your own government? And no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. The House took steps to push toward a vote without Republican support, if necessary. Well, to tell you the truth, I am. Well, it's time to remember that we, the people, are the government. But we've decreased our gold holdings until concern is felt for the solvency of our currency. And very shortly, the coins we jingle in our pocket will no longer have the ring of silver. We're already sent more than 160 million checks out the door. Our tax policy today is based on the idea that we're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Well, we'd better take another look. We're robbing Paul to pay Paul, and we're all named Paul. Peter went bankrupt a long time ago. It's going to help our kids and our businesses succeed in the 21st century economy. Now, that has a sort of a warm and cozy sound, doesn't it? Today, for every 10,000 of us, it only takes 12 doctors to keep us well and healthy. It only takes 40 mechanics and oil station attendants for every 10,000 of us to keep our automobiles running. 37 telephone employees to keep the vast network of telephones running in this country. But it takes 130 federal employees for every 10,000 to administer the affairs of state. We want to partner with states, uh, with local education officials, with governors. United States Director of Education blurted out, you don't understand, under the plan you propose, we couldn't achieve our social objectives. I'm calling on Congress to pass the PRO Act and send it to my desk so we can support the right to unionize. Social objectives. Social objectives. To finally secure protection for dreamers. The pay gap between CEOs and their workers. Mass migration. Climate change. Social objectives. The most lethal terrorist threat to the homeland today. White supremacy is terrorism. And now we uncover a memorandum. We need a ban on assault weapons and high capacity magazines. We should conduct a systematic effort to contact all publishers and school boards to encourage their publication and adoption of textbooks conforming to established standards. It's an academic theory called critical race theory. Well, if the government is going to build the schools and buy the books, issue scholarships, make judgments and exert pressure, 
What if one day that pressure is of a political nature, not to our liking? Uh, and it advocates, in, in short, for the overthrow of the system of capitalism, meritocracy, equal protection under the law, and even the Constitution itself. We have been Republicans complete with descriptive adjectives and hyphens before the word Republican. Moderate Republicans, liberal Republicans, conservative Republicans, whatever label we chose. The truth is we've been sucker Republicans. People have been gaslit into believing it's simply uh, racial sensitivity training uh, when nothing could be further from the truth. The radical right. Those adjectives and those hyphens were given to us by our opponents and the time has come to bundle them up and give them back. We can cringe in the shadow of a philosophy we detest but fear to challenge or we can rise from a defeat and begin the second round of our struggle to restore the republic. If you're unwilling to meet this challenge, then you'd better start preparing, deciding what you'll tell your children it was that you found more important than freedom. They'll want to know. They'll want to know. They'll want to know. They'll want to know. This is the Glenn Beck program, and we thought we would uh, share that speech from Ronald Reagan, how far we have fallen off of the path. Uh, looks like we have some possibly good news from the supreme court uh a couple of their decisions have been released can you give me an update on these two yeah one of them is uh is interesting it basically they there's this idea that police can do sort of community um caretaking functions is what they call them which you know like would be maybe like a an accident or a a a car on the side of the road and go check it out right Right. Uh, that's something that police do, obviously, all the time. The question now in the, front of the court was like, does that also include unwarranted seizures and searches of homes? Well, <laughs> so here's here's the actual here was the actual yeah. argument, I believe, of the mm. case was uh, a police officer. If he looks into a, he's walking down the street and he looks into the home and he sees a gun laying on the table and he thinks that might not be a legally acquired gun. Can he go in without a warrant and take that gun or look at that gun, demand to look at that gun? Can he do that? The answer should be uh, no. Mm. And that's essentially How? what the, the, the ruling was. Uh, no. No. Was, <laughs> uh, it was written by Clarence Thomas, of course. So it was, uh, it was, so so, it was, was somewhat it blunt. Uh, no, nine to nothing. You cannot. Oh, thank they, that does not include that. No. Thank goodness. That's a good thing, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, there's there's some other stuff. Not, nothing particularly, uh, uh, you know, riveting. Other than Justice Kavanaugh wrote one, which was kind of fighting with just uh, Kagan on a couple of different rulings. Uh, they seem to have a little bit of a rivalry brewing, which is kind of fun. But other than that, not not <laughs> much. They, the other big one though is that uh, they're going to take on a uh, abortion case. Uh, this is uh, right. this is big news and. Right. The the, uh, the the idea being, I think it's Mississippi's uh, law. Yeah. They try to pass at 15 weeks whether they uh, whether abortion can be banned after 15 weeks. It's uh, it's the can the baby live outside of the womb? If the baby yeah. can live, mm-hmm. yeah. If the baby is viable, then uh, we should be we should have to keep it alive. Okay, if it's dependent upon the mother then no, but you can't abort a baby that can be viable outside of the womb. I, I, I don't know why this is so controversial. It used to be, what was it, 21 weeks? 
I mean, I've, I've, I've always said as technology gets better and mm-hmm. better, we come closer and closer to, you know, conception. It's going the other way because we keep getting better and better at keeping the kids alive or seeing the kids and realizing that they are children inside the womb. Once, you know, it was back in colonial days, what they called the quickening. If you uh, if you felt the baby move, then you couldn't kill it. But up until that point, it wasn't a baby because you know, how would you know? It could have been a it could have been just a growth, a tumor. Many times it's an flesh. antelope. That is one of the more right. common. Right. Uh, yeah. It's usually yeah, a yeah, lantern, yeah. an antelope. My aunt had a Buick. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 56 Buick. She was a big woman. Oh, yeah. She was a big woman. Yeah. But uh, you never know what's in there. You, you never know. You never know. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's interesting on this because, you know, we obviously as conservatives and people who are pro-life are mm-hmm. always look at the Roe versus Wade decision as this uh, very negative thing, which, of course, it is. However, I will say at this point, the Roe versus Wade decision is like a it's massive move towards conservatism uh, from is. where we are. And that's basically what Roe versus Wade talked about is, you know, you, you, states can ban it after uh, after viability. Um, and, you know, really the second and third trimester, there can be all sorts of rules that that the government can pass to to, you know, suspend this uh, terrible uh, thing that we do with when it comes to abortion. So uh, we've moved way past that now. We're now obviously one of the two parties says any, abortion for any reason up to one second before death or birth, excuse me. Uh, so, I mean, we're at that point where returning oh, no, no, no. The, to Roe versus Wade would be a conservative joy. The HHS secretary testified last week. There's no law preventing partial birth abortions. Yeah, yes, there was. Even yeah, there is, but mm. The HHS secretary said, no, there's not. No, there's not. So how can I enforce a law that doesn't exist? And and the senators were like, but it does exist. <laughs> not really. Yeah. Not really. Oh, are we reimagining this law, too? That's fantastic. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk to you about the CDC and the mask thing. Uh, boy, I was on the airlines. The airlines are like Nazis on the mask thing. Uh, we'll we'll talk about the change, the change of heart at the CDC. What happened 45 days ago? They were like, absolutely not. I am sensing doom. That's a, that's a quote. I am sensing doom right around the corner to now. Yep. Take the mask off. No big deal. Oh, OK. Well, what changed? And I have some uh, confusing and conflicting evidence what they say changed, mm, not so much. We'll give that to you here in just a second. First, let me tell you about Omaha Steaks. When you have to make that dinner decision on the fly, there is nothing better than opening up a freezer full of high-quality, delicious food from Omaha Steaks. <clears throat> I don't know about you, but <clears throat> we've been redoing our house. We, I think, I think we get our house back this next weekend, or most of it. We get our kitchen back. We can actually cook in our kitchen again. Oh, my gosh. We wouldn't have been able to live without, uh, you know, my daughter living next door who has a kitchen uh, or, you know, uh, dinners on the go. And I know a lot of people uh, who are like that. And they're like, I, I don't have time to even think about it. This is where Omaha Steaks come in. 
because you can grill them on the out, you know, outside. But it's not just about the steaks. They have everything that goes with it. So, I mean, when you're thinking we just need something quick, wouldn't it be better to have a really delicious meal and an Omaha steak or some chicken and you're having chicken dinner with all the fixings and it's easy and you don't have to think about it? Great savings right now if you get their mouthwatering Let's Go Grill package. You'll get it now with a tasty bonus of 12 ultra-juicy Omaha Steak Burgers for free. They are really good. That's almost four pounds of free burgers. To top it off, you'll also get $20 off on your first order. Let's Go Grill package. It includes four butcher-cut fillets. It has four boneless pork chops, a pound of chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, and so much more. So go to omahasteaks.com. Use the promo code back in the search bar. You'll, you'll find the special. And for a limited time, get 12 free Omaha steaks and burgers, as well as $20 off at checkout on your first order. You kidding me? 12 free Omaha steaks and burgers. I'm just reading that to make sure that's not a typo. It's not. It's at omahasteaks.com. Keyword back, omahasteaks.com. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So the CDC, the chief now, has uh, said, we don't have to wear masks if you've been vaccinated. Okay. Now, 45 days ago, 45 days ago, on March 29th, she warned the nation of dire days ahead. Quote, I'm going to lose the script. I'm, I'm just going to reflect on the recurring feeling that I have of impending doom. <laughs> right now, I'm scared. I know what it's like as a physician to stand in that patient room, gown, glove, mask, shielded, and to be the last person to touch someone else's loved ones because their loved ones couldn't be there. Now, that, that was on March 29th. Uh, we continue to recommend masking in crowded outdoor settings and venues such as packed stadiums and concerts where there's decreased ability to maintain physical distance, uh, where many unvaccinated people may also be present. Now that, she said, on April 27th. Okay, so what is she saying today? April 27th, we have to, you know, we have to have outdoor precautions and we have to wear our masks, etc., etc., she says she's following the science. Okay. Well, let me give the science here to Stu, who I know follows all this, and tell me what I'm missing. Excess mortality. What excess mortality, correct me if I'm wrong, excess mortality is we have a certain number of deaths every year. It's a, you know, it's a, it should be kind of a, like a flat line unless something big happens. Yeah. You know, uh, and we have a really bad flu season. We don't count the regular flu season. We expect to lose those people. It's everything over what we normally would have. Right. Correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we had a lot of excess deaths, um, you know, in the last year. Yes. However, the excess deaths, the week of January 3rd, began to collapse. By February, it was back to summer 2020 levels, which was pretty good. But you could still have maybe a rebound. By March 14th, excess mortality was at 1% above the 2015-2019 average. This occurred 
even as very few Americans were vaccinated. When excess uh, deaths began to drop, less than 1% of Americans were fully vaccinated. At the end of January, less than 2%. By the end of March, when excess mortality returned to 2019 pre-pandemic levels, only 15% of the population had been vaccinated. As of May 11th, only one-third of Americans have been fully vaccinated. Even though they've been saying 60, 70% of the population has to be vaccinated. What happens, Stu? Well, let me give you the entire answer here in the next 18 seconds well, before we go to no, commercial. No, we, can, <laughs> no, we can do it after the top of the hour. But do you have an... Do yeah, you know I mean, what I, changed? What? Yeah. Do you know what changed? Yeah, sure. We can go into that. I mean, it's, Okay, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll uh, do that. Now we have 14 seconds. Yeah, we'll do that uh, next hour and UFOs. Holy cow, did you see 60 Minutes last night? This is the Glenn Beck Program.